Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire and it is a true honor and joy to sit down with you today to have a conversation about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. I love talking about the idea of sowing intentionally into our lives. I believe, well, I'm going to give you this preface. I am not some great gardener or farmer or plant mom, but I do love understanding the idea on how harvests, how seeds work. And what I'm learning as an individual is that much of our experiences, much of our lives are a result of the seeds that we've sown. Now, I do want to give the back outlet here that yes, circumstances exist. There are things that are outside of our control, outside of our choices that happen to us that do determine some of the outcome of our life. However, the majority of our life, I believe, is determined on the choices we make, the personal responsibility each of us have, the sowing intentionally part. And I have been in a season where I feel like sowing intentionally has been really crucial for me. That the personal responsibility showing up on days when I don't feel like it, if I'm being totally honest, has been really huge in this season. And so why do we sow? Like You might say, why are we using this idea of sowing? Because sowing produces some kind of fruit. Again, the choices that we make, there are consequences or results that come from it. Just in the same way when you sow a seed, some kind of fruit comes from it. If you sow a seed of corn, the goal would be that a full stalk of corn comes from it. If you plant a seed for tomatoes, you'd hope that you get a full tomato plant, that you get some really great ripe tomatoes to make salsa. Like The goal is that when you sow a seed, that fruit comes from it. And sometimes that fruit can be great, and then other times the fruit is not so great. Like you can sow a seed, you can plant a plant, and like a seed for a plant, and the fruit not be so great that comes from it. And so we're all sowing. We're all making decisions that fruit comes from. And so when I talk about each week, when we sit down for these conversations, when I say sowing intentionally, what I'm talking about is what seeds are you planting in your life? And my goal is, is that as we sow intentionally, that we will reap abundantly, that we will get fruit that we're proud of and that we're thankful for and that we truly enjoy. And here's the thing that I'm really leaning into about sowing intentionally is that the day a seed is sown is not the day fruit arrives. And I wish so desperately that that was the case, that I could sow a seed when it comes to my mental health or my emotional health or spiritual health, and the next day it is like I have completed in that area, that like my mental health is perfect, my emotional health is perfect, my spiritual health is perfect. But again, more times than not, what I'm learning is that the day a seed is sown is not the day we get the fruit from it. When I plant, I sow. I sow a seed, then there's a process. 
So I did some research about corn in particular because here in Indiana and where I'm from originally in Wisconsin, there is a lot of corn. And from the day a seed is sown to the time that a corn is fully developed or corn is fully developed and it's a full stalk, depending on the climate in which you live is anywhere from 60 to 100 days. And what I can see for like Indiana because of our weather and temperature and all that doesn't get like crazy hot here. It's like anywhere from like 80 to 100 days. The seed is sown. And then anywhere from two months to three months and 10 days, is it ready to go? It's ready to be eaten. There is a principle here I think that I need to revisit. And I hope it's helpful for you today as we revisit it. And it's that, again, the day the seed is sown is not the day the fruit arrives. There is a process in between the day of sowing intentionally and reaping abundantly. If a plant takes 60 to 100 days from seed to full growth, how much more is it for people? We are more complex than plants. We are more complex than crops. So of course, our processes may look longer and more astringent. Just like a plant I sow, and there's a process, when I plant in my life, when I sow in my life, there's also a process. In this season, I've had to remind myself time and time again that I am a person of process, that I am like a seed, that when I sow intentionally into my life, that they're reaping abundantly, that there is a process in between all of that. And if I can be honest with you, process isn't always fun and rarely is it easy. When I'm in process, there are times when I look at other people's, and I'm going to give the idea of grass. I'll look at their grass, what's happening in their life, how it's like lush and flourishing. And I want that finished product. I want what they have. Forgetting that it was the sowing the seeds and taking care of the seeds that got that person there. You know, like that person, I want to so badly look good. I want to have a fruit that is healthy. I want to have a plant that is fully flourishing, a lawn that is flourishing. I want to look and feel complete. When I see that it looks like other people have arrived, I think of ways that maybe I can get there faster, that I can short circuit my process so that I can sow intentionally and then almost immediately reap abundantly. There can be times where it feels like the reaping abundantly is honestly far from reality. And instead of having what feels like a flourishing lawn or a host of plants, I'm instead feeling dried up, uninspired, and unmotivated. Maybe that lands with you today is that, Anna, I have sown intentionally. I have made difficult choices. I've made choices that defy what is normal in culture. I haven't done what is easy. I've done things that are good for my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, my relational health. And yet I don't feel like I'm quite reaping abundantly. It feels like my plants, my lawn, my fruit, that it's dry. I'm feeling uninspired. Unmotivated and not really sure how to continue going forward. It can honestly be so frustrating when it feels like we're trying, attempting to grow, 
and be the people who God designed us to be, but the result, quote unquote, isn't where we want it to be yet. This is where I'm leaning these days. Is man, I have sown intentionally, but the reaping abundantly, mm. I, I know it's coming. I trust that there's a harvest coming, but I'm just not seeing it yet. I'm not seeing it yet in every moment and in every area. Bob Goff, he is one of my favorite authors. He's an incredible podcaster, an incredible communicator of God's word, has amazing nonprofits and initiatives all around the world. He has this book that is absolutely incredible. It's called Live in Grace and Walk in Love. And in it, he speaks to this idea of how frustrating being a person of process can be. When I read this several months ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm tucking this idea that Bob is sharing away for one day on so what, and here's that that day for it. In the book, he talks about how there is a temptation when we are in process, when we're between the sowing intentionally and reaping abundantly, when we're in process, the temptation to fake it to fake that we are completely finished, that we are flourishing, that we are this abundant and flourishing, fully grown fruit, plant, lawn, whatever it may be. And I love this image that he gives to illustrate this. He talks about the idea of sod versus seed. Now, if you know what sod is, or if you don't know what it is, it is grass that is rolled up. Like maybe you've seen it on the back of a truck before. It looks like a Swiss roll. It's like all rolled up nice and perfectly. Like it's like, you know, one of those like oddly satisfying things when you see it rolled up all perfectly and then they unroll it on somebody's lawn. Sod is completely grown and finished perfect grass. And then seed is just seed. And there's this temptation in our lives, and he uses this picture to look and be fully finished, to be done with process. And the way that we go about this temptation is often using sod in our own life, that we want this grass that is perfectly finished, that has no blemish on it, that it looks done. It looks complete. And so we, a lot of times as human beings, that's what we want. We want to be complete. We want to be perfect. We want to be without blemish. We want to be without any kind of uh, aesthetic, uh, aesthetic that isn't perfect. And so he says that we talk, we often pursue sod. We look for the quick fixes. We look for the ways that we can be perfect quickly. And the other is that, you know, there's seed, which seed is you plant it and you just put it in the ground and then you water it from, you know, time to time to make it, you know, take root and grow and flourish. And that is a longer process. So he talks about sod versus seed. And here's the thing that he talks about is that sod, it may initially look better, but there's a catch with it. Because the root system is so shallow on sod, it is more prone to drying up and drying up really quickly. So it needs to be constantly watered in order to have any chance of actually surviving. 
And not only that, so it has a lesser chance of actually being a healthy and flourishing lawn because the root system is so shallow. So it has to be taken care of. It has to be, in a sense, like babied. When I was reading the different like gardening articles about it, it's like you have to take care of it like it is a small infant. But so not only is it prone to dying very easily, but it also kills whatever it goes on top of. When you roll out sod on a uh, a lawn or a piece of land, it kills whatever is beneath it. So any kind of seed that was sown beneath it, it actually dies as a result of bringing the sod on top of it. Mm, like that will preach. Like when we try to pursue perfection and we just lay it over the hard work that we've already done, the seeds that we've sown, it actually kills the seeds that have already been sown. And here's the here's the the win with seed versus sod. When seed is planted, it may not be very pretty initially, but there's no catch with it. The roots go deep. And the deep roots almost guarantee its survival. And here's the deal. Once that grass is fully grown, it doesn't need constant attention because it is so deeply rooted. It's a full, working, flourishing lawn. And guess what? It doesn't kill whatever is beneath it. To be sod people, quote unquote, is so tempting. So tempting. This image that Bob gives was so powerful for me personally when I first read it, and it's powerful as I revisit again for me today. Process isn't always fun. It's challenging. It requires showing up when you don't feel like it. It requires making choices that counter what is normal for society. It requires reflection and introspection and processing what it is we're experiencing. And here's the thing it takes most of. It takes time. As Bob shared this illustration in his book, he used this quote that I absolutely love, and he's talking about refusing sod and planting seed. He says, God is more interested in helping us grow than giving us a finished look. God is more interested in helping us grow than giving us a finished look. Why did God create us to be people of process? Like there are moments where I think to myself, God, you could have made us be born complete, that we know everything, we know everything to do right, everything to do that it, that we shouldn't do that is wrong. We know all the perfect leadership skills, communication skills, shepherding skills, uh, loving people skills. Like we could have been born complete. And what I'm seeing is that I believe that God cares about our character. He cares about what is being developed in us. He isn't so concerned with us being finished and perfect. Rather, he is concerned of, are we engaged in process? Are we people that are growing and evolving and becoming the people he's designed us to be? He, we weren't born complete. He made us people of process, and I believe it's because God cares about our character. He cares about our hearts, the purity of our hearts, the intention of our minds, our attitudes, and those are things that are refined and purified through process. You know, there's a big difference between getting something and earning something. 
There has been a purse that I have wanted for a long, long, long time. Like my son is 19 months old. I've been wanting this kind of purse since he was a couple months old. So about a year and a half, I've been wanting this purse. And it's a purse that I would not just go out and buy uh, like on any given day. Like this isn't like a, like, you know, something that you buy like at Goodwill. It's been like a really particular purse. And for a year and a half, I've had this purse in mind. I have wanted this kind of purse. And so what I've been doing is I actually have not purchased any purse in the year in a year and a half time. Uh, my sister bought me a really cute crossbody bag at one point, and then my mom bought me a really cute purple leather like crossbody bag as well from a thrift store that is absolutely adorable. But those, so I've gotten two new purses in the year and a half, but I haven't purchased either of them because I have wanted one purse in particular. And this purse, again, it's a little bit more than I typically spend on things. So I have been saving my money. And so whenever my husband and I would go to TJ Maxx or something like that, uh, my husband would be like, do you want anything? I'm like, nope, I'm saving my money for this purse. And he respected it. And he's like, okay, well, a couple weeks ago, it was time that I bought my purse. It was on amazing sale, amazing deal. And so I was like, okay, I think I'm going to make this investment. And can I tell you, now that I've purchased this purse, this purse that I've wanted for about a year and a half, I am like so like proud of it and I'm so excited by it. Like I look at it, it's like I'm a little kid that I'm like, look what I earned. Look what I I waited for and I saved for and I'm so excited about it. And, you know, if somebody were to give me that purse, I can't say that I wouldn't be stoked about it because I would totally be excited about it. However, there's something different between just like having it instantly and waiting it out and earning it, like the process to getting it. And let me tell you, I value that purse now probably more than I would value it any other way if it was just given to me. Again, I'm not anti-gifts or anything like that, so I'm not saying don't ever receive a gift because you won't be grateful for it, but I'm just saying there's something a little bit different here because I've waited so long for this kind of bag, and I'm so excited about it still. I still am so excited about it because, again, it was a long process. It's something that I've saved for. And I think it's the same thing kind of when it comes to our relationship with God and us as individuals. It's like God's like, I could, you know, just like hit you over the head with like a magic wand and it's like, boom, you're complete. But where's the like gold in all of that process, leaning into it? There's a gift in it. There's character that is in it. There is grit that is built in it. There is goodness in the process, there are things that are developed in us in the process that we wouldn't have otherwise unless we were in process. Sod, although it looks healthy and strong and like it's flourishing, it doesn't actually have a root system to it. Whereas seed does have a strong root system. A root system that allows that grass to stand the test of winter, rain, and scorching hot days. Where sod, on the other hand, cannot. Seed has a deep root system that allows for it to survive a variety of conditions. 
by being people of process. When we engage in process, when we sow intentionally, when we sow seeds into our life, we begin to develop a deeply rooted system, a root system that will help us to stand the test of time, to stand the test of circumstances, to stand the test of changing weather, so to speak, whether it feels like winter or there is a huge storm, or we're in the desert, we are able to stand firm because of the deep roots in our life. If you're in a moment or a season where you're feeling dry, like the intentional sowing isn't producing that reaping abundantly that you desire, or that showing up every day feels uninspiring, Can I encourage you, friend, to keep going? By sowing intentionally, there is this piece of it that there is going to be a process before the reaping abundantly. If it's 100 days for corn to be from seed to full stock, how much more is it going to be for us as people? One of my absolute favorite Bible verses And the verses that have inspired this whole podcast are found in Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6, beginning in verse 7, we're going to read through verse 9. It says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good. If I can put a little bit of my translation in here, let us not become weary in sowing intentionally. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Going back to the beginning, verse 7, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Let us not become weary in sowing intentionally, in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You see, the law of the harvest cannot be reversed. What you sow, you will reap, period. And there's a promise here that it says that for at the proper time, we will. Like anytime scripture says will, I lean in. That's a promise. We will reap a harvest, but there's an if there. If we do not give up. If we do not give up. The law of the harvest cannot be reversed. What you sow, you will reap. So keep sowing intentionally. Keep showing up when it doesn't feel like showing up is doing much. Because in the showing up, the continuing to sow intentionally, you are planting seeds in your life that will produce a harvest. Yes, but in the meantime, that will create a root system in you that you will be able to stand the test of time, the test of circumstance, the test of changing seasons. You will be long haul healthy, long haul holistic. You may be listening today and you're like, Anna, 
I, I've been really intentional with my habits. I have been so serious when it comes to abiding in Jesus and following his will for my life, or I've been making choices when it comes to conflict and relationship and resolution that, man, I'm stinking proud of, but I don't feel the reaping abundantly yet. Keep going. Keep going. You will reap abundantly. That is the law of the harvest. If we do not give up. If we do not give up. We can try to be like sod and just say, hey, life is perfect. I'm perfect. Things are great. I don't need process. Like I just rather have perfection and look finished. But man, sod doesn't allow us. Being people of sod doesn't allow us to have a deep root system that helps us to be long-term, long-haul healthy. But sowing seed, that does. That helps us to be flourishing and healthy people that come hell or high water, we are stable and able to stand firm. But that only happens through process. So although sowing isn't easy and it's not always fun, it is the better of the two. It is the most beneficial one for you and I. So friend, I am cheering you on. Here I am being your cheerleader today. Like if you can imagine me standing wherever it is that you are with a pom-pom saying, you can do it. You can keep sowing no matter what's going on. No matter if it doesn't feel like there's a harvest or this reaping abundantly yet, keep going. You are developing a root system, a character an establishment in your life that is for your good and that will help you stand the test of time, that will help you stand the test of changing seasons and changing circumstances. Friend, I love you so much and I believe in you. I believe in your purpose. I believe in who it is that God designed you to be. I am cheering you on always. And I believe that as we remember this today, that sowing intentionally, we will reap abundantly. And it may not be like today or tomorrow that we sense that or we see it, but we will see it. It's the law of the harvest. In today's show notes, I put a blog together just for you that lays out this conversation step-by-step of what exactly we've talked about being people of process. So if you want to lean into this conversation a little bit more, I'd encourage you to go there. Or if you know somebody in your life that could be encouraged by this episode or by the blog, I'd encourage you to share it with them. It may just be the game changer and encouragement that they need to keep sewing intentionally. Friend, today has been so fun and it's really been a reminder for me. That, that's the amazing thing about these conversations. I, I'm in it with you. Like I'm not superior or above these experiences. I'm right here with you. And having this conversation has been such a great reminder for me personally to keep sewing intentionally. So thanks for sitting down. I can't wait to talk to you next week.